That was, <clears throat> I was in the front. Did you see me? Yeah. Now, wasn't the guy with the beard and the pointed? Okay, it wasn't me. So we're going to talk today about putting our hand to something, about getting free. I don't know about you, but I like freedom. I'm tired of being plagued by the same old, same old. I'm tired of just like taking five steps forward and ten steps back or whatever the situation. I'm sick of that. You ever wake up in the middle of the night and you're being tormented about thoughts of somebody or something that went wrong or, or something that you said or did or whatever, and you just are full of worry? full of concern, and you can't go to sleep. And so what do we do? We turn on the TV, and we just do mindless TV watching. Anybody get... Come on, somebody. We all have done that. We put on Leave it to Beaver or Andy Griffith or whatever you want to put on, you know, that's just, you know, mindless TV watching. We just veg out. We don't have to worry about anything. It's just, oh, man, I just need something that I I can just not even think about. No worry, no stress. Uh, and just take me to my happy place. Anybody remember the commercial Calgon, take me away? Yeah, we just need that. We need some, oh, I just want to be like the Maytag repairman and just drift off into somewhere, you know, just to go away. God, help me with that. We want to shut off negative voices that are in our, in our brain because you know the battles between your ears. The battle is, is happening between your ears. Have you ever looked in the mirror and said, I don't like what I see? Or, I mean, you could, and I hope you look in the mirror and say, you good-looking thing, you. (laughs) Or how about being in a group of people in a crowded room and feeling all alone? We can all relate to that. And it's, it's, this is why we have a war going on. It's a self-war. It's, it's our own thoughts. The enemy's bombarding at you and, and that we reflect on. Philemon 1.6 says this, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Notice it doesn't acknowledge the bad things, the good things. There's always areas in our life that we can do better. There's always places that God wants to call you to do a little bit better. Anybody in here besides me under construction? That we're still a job being done. I'm a masterpiece on my way to being a masterpiece. I'm still working on some things, but God is helping me. We all know how to fake it until we make it. And, and there's, there's, there's a point in time I think sometimes that's okay because you're doing that by faith. I get that. But we know what it's, what it's, life is tough sometimes. If you have children when they're younger, if there's ever a day they want to sleep in, if there's ever a day that you and your spouse are going to fight, if there's ever a day the car doesn't want to start, if there's ever a day the dog wants to wet on the floor, if there's ever a day it's Sunday morning. You want to, kids, get up. Get up. You better get out of bed so we can go learn about the love of Jesus. You know, by the time, you know, or you're with your spouse on the way here, well, I'm telling you, I don't know where we're going to go. I, you, don't, you don't talk to me that way. I'll talk to you any way I want. No, you will not. No, you won't. And when you get to the parking lot, an angel must come in the car. Woo! And you come out of that, we are highly favored and blessed of God. Thank you. Come right this way. We all know that. We know how to just say, okay, all right. many of our lives are that way sometimes we are someone else in front of everybody else or someone different at home i remember being at home and my mom sometimes she'd be like you kids will pick that stuff you will pick that up you will pick it up pick it up pick 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 and she'd be telling us pick it up pick it up my sister would be saying he did it he did it and i'd be you know like that and then the phone would ring that's the day when we had the dial phones remember those and then you know she go oh no oh you will you will wait till your father go hello 
all know what that's like. So there's going to be times that all that stuff happens. Here's what happens, though. If we have the war, and we do, that goes on inside of us, it's stopping us if we're letting it from what God wants to do in us, through us, for us, for him. If we think on the wrong thing, we get off focus. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You ever have mood swings? People think you're bipolar. I love you. Shut up. I love you. Those kind of things. My mom would say stuff like this, which never made any sense. You shut up and answer me. Have to think about that one, don't you? But I was lipping off, so I probably got in trouble for that. You ever feel like you're just depressed? You really don't know why, but just like, ah. We'd go on vacation. We'd go into Cracker Barrel. One of our children would be like, I don't know what I'm going to eat. There's like 7 billion things on this menu. Pick one. I don't know. Don't you just want to go, okay, so people on the outside looking in, sometimes things look so easy. People on the inside looking out, they just want that to be easy. And we've all kind of switched those roles. If we turned this thing over to God, God can take care of it if we put our hand to it. Turn to your neighbor and say perspective. How many knows that God's not stressed about it? If we can renew our mind, we can get out of the brain freeze. We can get out of, this is what it's all, it's always going to be this way. My dad was like this. My dad's dad was like this or my mom or whatever. It's always going to be this way. You need to stop that. You don't have to have it that way. God meets all of my needs, not some, not part, not just a few. But the Bible says all according to his riches, not mine, in glory by Christ Jesus. So how do we reprogram our mind and we get to where we need to be? Turn to your neighbor and everybody shout the word. Here's our first point this morning. Work the word and the word works. The Bible says with long life he will satisfy me and show me the salvation of the Lord. What does God's word say about the giants you're facing? I'm serious. That's the thing. You are facing giants. What does his word say about those? What does he say about you facing them? How does he view you in this situation? My Bible says I'm more than a conqueror. My Bible says greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. It says I'm the head, not the tail. He gives me power to get well. If God be for me, then who can be against me? I've got power with God, favor with man. My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches. That's what God says about you. The Bible says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I look at my wife and say, that's a true statement. She is wonderfully made. I look at me and go, not so much. (laughs) But I'm a progress work there. I'm working on it. But listen, isn't it amazing just in that statement, what we do? Isn't it amazing just our physical bodies in themselves? The scientists now, they said, if they could put a dollar amount on your body with all your cells and organs and tissues and nerves and all of those things, they'd say a body is literally worth over $6 million. Wow. How many remember Steve Austin? Remember that? Okay. So God has got a lot invested in you. And we abuse our bodies all the time. In America, it is just wonderful how we abuse our bodies. It's okay to have a great cheeseburger. I love a great cheeseburger. I like a great cheeseburger when the grease drips off your hand. Isn't that good? I'm saying, you know that's good. I just, But to eat one all the time would probably not be good. 
So balance is all, you know, that's, that's really good. I mean, but in America, we do all kinds of things. I mean, we, we, we have just plain French fries. Hey, that's a vegetable. It's potatoes. But we deep fry them. Then we put cheese on them. Then we put chili on them. And jalapenos, and those are vegetables. And we, <laughs> we put all this stuff on those. We go to the movies, and we take our popcorn, and we pump our own butter on there till it looks like ice in a cup. You know, you need about 10 napkins because when you reach in your popcorn, you're like, wow. And yet our bodies still function. (laughs) But God says he wants us to be in good health. How many knows if we're going to be in good health, we have to put our hand to it. You can have some of those things. You just have to do it in a balance, in proportion. If you eat Twinkies all the time, you probably won't look much except like Mr. Twinkie. So we don't want that. Here's our second point this morning. Climb aboard the brain train. If your thinking's wrong, your outflow will be wrong. Out of the abundance of your heart, the Bible says the mouth speaks. So many times we, our brains just check out. We live for our flesh. We live for the moment. That's part of the problem in the earth curse system in the world today. We just don't even think. Can I get an amen there? We didn't even think about We didn't think anything through. We just, hey, this just, if it feels good, do it. That's kind of the society thing. You know what I'm saying? So we, we just kind of go with that and just, oh, well, you know. And if you're a Christian, we just say grace. But I'm telling you, roaming charges do apply. Remember that? We've got to understand there's got to be more. We've got to use our brain. First Samuel 16, 23. So it was whenever the Spirit of God, and if you study it out, it says aloud, not caused, was upon Saul that David would take a harp and play it with his hand, Saul would become refreshed and well, and the distressing spirit would depart from him. Can I just say, if you're not serving God, God can come and try to do, you know, just minister to you, and that'll be a distressing thing for you. Does that make sense? I mean, if you're not serving God or walking with God, and when people that are walking with God come around, I walked into a gas station one time, just walked into a gas station, and there's like 15 people in there. There's five, six, seven, eight people waiting to pay for stuff, people in the store, and the cashier, I just walked in and said, all right, all right, I'll go to church. I just walked in the door. I'm like, okay, great. I'm thinking, what I do? I don't even know you. But I'm telling you, when God is on you and God is in you, it can distress some people that aren't following God. You see, Saul was the first king of Israel, and they wanted him to look like a king. Now, this is election year. Did anybody go out and vote for primary? Get out there and vote. Okay, that's good. We need to. But, you know, they all dress the same. Blue, blue suits, white shirts, unless you're Hillary. Okay. But if you're going to be a politician, it seems like they all look alike. And we all tend to look. But, you know, this is what I'm telling you. When it comes to this, they picked Saul because he had the look. But they didn't like him after they picked him. We could even go on and expand for the last eight years, but we'll just go on. But I didn't pick him. So, okay, here's our number three. Sometimes you get what you want, but you don't want what you get. Ladies, don't look at your husband right now. That's rude. (laughs) I just, I don't know. Whatever happened to you, I don't know. Sometimes we didn't think, we didn't count the cost, we didn't look at the situation. We live in, a, in America and we're, we're spoiled. We're in such a hurry that we just, you know, we don't care. Just give it to me, just give it to me. We just want to get the fighting to stop. Supply and demand. People just say, yeah, whatever, whatever, that's fine, that's fine. 
they'll pay high prices just because they don't want to work or to invest. What's the, what's the cheapest or the easiest route for me? What can I do with the least amount of effort? Now, I understand working smarter and not harder. I think there's, there's, that's wisdom, you know, but there's also something just called ethics. Integrity. Hebrews says faith and patience bring the promise. Saul was haunted by his past. Anybody else feel haunted by their past? And David comes in, and he's like the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Anybody remember Johnny Carson? See, some of you do. The first service, they're like, "Uh, Johnny who? I said, Jay Leno. Jay Leno. I don't even know who's doing it now. It's past my bedtime, so I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, here's David. And David would come in, because Saul's all messed up. I can't sleep. David, come play your harp. Which to me is a little weird. I'd never have some guy come in my room and play music to get me to go to sleep. But again, I'm not King Saul. So, okay. Anyway, but David was actually his veg, his TV veg at night. He's just, I can't sleep. David, if you play, either maybe David played bad and it was boring and he fell asleep. I don't know. But anyway, he was able to get to sleep. So David, though, I want you to understand, David had his own battles. David was never perfect. So I want, you, I want you to hear this. Now, this is a fact. When you get ministered to, no matter whether it's here or somewhere else, you need to understand the people that minister to you are not perfect people. Now, there are people saved by grace. We get that. But we also got to understand that they have things that they are giving to God just like you. They have some things that they are needing God to help them just like you. They might have been through some of the things that you are going through now just like you. They might be able to say, I've been there, done that. I'm effective to pray for you because I know what that's like. They don't have to be perfect. They just have to be available and they have to be repentant and yielded to God. There are people who say, well, life would be easy if I was you. Uh, you'd have to raise me. Kim's got her hands full. You don't want that. Um, let me just tell you this. I don't have it all together all the time. I'm just like everybody. I mean, I got to, everybody's plate doesn't sit always straight on the table. God is always doing work on all of us. Brett, I need you to do a little more. Brett, you need to come out. You need to, you know, grab this, do that. Brett, you need to do. I'm telling you, sometimes I'm just a masterpiece on my way to being a masterpiece. He's working on me, and I have to yield to that. And sometimes it's not fun. Can I get an amen in here today? I'm still under construction. You see, he's not looking for you to be perfect when you come to him. He wants you to be willing to come. And again, it's not your ability. It's your availability. How can I get to where he wants me to go? I'm tired of this. Here's number four. You have to take your stinking thinking captive. You've got to stop your stinking thinking. The voices that say you're not going to make it. You're such a double weenie. I got that from Sandlot, so that's where that came from. Somebody asked me that after service. Pastor, reference, double weenie. Sandlot. Okay. You should have been successful not by now. How old are you? You should have this much money in the bank. You should have this. You should, you're not good enough. God's not going to use you. All negative thoughts cause you to internalize. You know, we gravitate as Americans a lot of times. You can have 25 people tell you, 
you know what? That was great. That was great. And you can have one people say, I didn't like it. You know what you'll remember? The one. We have that tendency. But I want to change that. I want my mindset to be like, you know what? I didn't come here to try to please everybody. I just want to please him. God, if you're happy with me, I can put my head down on I'm okay. Because all negative thoughts cause me to internalize. They cause you to internalize. And that's what they are. Listen to me. They're internal lies. If they're negative thoughts, they're internal lies. Any thought against the word of God is a bad thought. First Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Psalm 107, 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. Oh, I love that. Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are almost healed. We are kind of healed. We are somewhat healed. The Bible says we are healed not going to be healed we are healed we've got to reprogram our mind we got to get our mind to quit believing those internal lies the bible says that once we know the truth the truth will set us free i want to move forward give your neighbor a high five here's point number five (laughs) i like this point myself the war that you face isn't just for you to win I want you to understand that. Sometimes we think it's all about us. It's just about me. I just need this. I just, you know, can I tell you that God has a bigger plan for you than you? I mean, think about how God thinks. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever, are you whosoever, believe in that he's already had plans for all of us. It's bigger than you. God wants you free because he wants your freedom to help someone else find it. He still uses people. That's what he does. You are his hands and feet. We're supposed to help people so they can win too. That's why Kim and I, we're like, some people say, well, would you call yourself a salvation church? Yes, ma'am, I would. Yes, sir, I would. Because you know what? We can talk about gifts all day long. But if I can't get you to find Jesus Christ, what good are the gifts? The basic thing here, let's, let's get in, let's get to heaven because he's coming back. Let's, let's figure this thing out so we can get it covered. So God, I might not have a, you know, here's the thing. I have never been all that in a bag of chips. He is though. David's trying to help a t- troubled Saul, but he's got his own set of problems. He is the eighth son of Jesse. How many remember eight is enough? <laughs> Dick Van Patten and okay back to our story just thought I'd ask <clears throat> so Saul's believing that lives are being launched in his brain he's all this stuff he he can't enjoy now think about it. this is a king at the click of his finger he could have grapes he could have somebody with a palm leaf yes sire yes I mean this is he's got it all and he's miserable well Brett I don't know how do I know where those thoughts come from if I'm being my, the, this war, it's, it's, it's just in my head. How do I know that if it's, if it's not God? I mean, what do I know? So I'm going to tell you, this is going to help you. If any of the thoughts that you have do or lead you towards any of these three things, they're from the enemy and not from God. If they are taking you away from the word, if they do anything against the word of God, they're not from God. If they steal, if they kill, or if they destroy. So in other words, if it's going to... To destroy a godly relationship, that's probably not a godly thought. If it's going to, you know, you, 
you don't have to you shouldn't have to give god wants you if it's going to take away from the that's not a godly thought you know i found out little we just learned right and wrong how many learn stuff when you're grown up you know you learn when you're grown up you know found out it's not good to steal I told this story one time, but when I was a kid, where you know where H&R Block is on Center Street, up the street? That used to be a pharmacy. How many remember that? Yeah, I went in there as a kid, and I took all the little diamond things off the cards. I don't know why, because in my mind, I guess I'm thinking, those are worth something. So I, I took my fingernail, and I, I took, I don't know, about six or eight of those off, and I went home. And, you know, and I'm like, great. So I'm just thinking, I guess I'm going to get the family out of debt or something, and you know, I always put stuff in my pockets. When I was a kid, my mom would pull out my pocket. I'd have a frog in there. I could have fish worms in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had something in there one time, thought it was something else, and it wasn't. Neighbor had a dog, and we didn't, never mind. But uh, I thought it was like a petrified, like, pine cone from a tree thingy, and it wasn't. You asked my mother, it made the dryer not a good deal, I'm just saying. Got in trouble for that one. That's the first for that story, but that just it, and I just remembered that. And I'm like, oh, mom, no, this was laying right by that tree over there. And she's like, <laughs> anyway, I showed her those little diamond specks. She made me go back to the store. She went with me, drove me there, and I had to go up to the manager of that store and tell him that I stole those and said I took these off there. I really didn't have a, a reason. I thought they were cool, and I don't, I, I, I don't remember. I could make up a reason now. I really don't remember. But um, what I'm saying is, you know, I learned from a young age there was a cost in stealing. And that man was, he was proud of me that I, that I came. Of course, obviously I had help from my mother. <laughs> but, um, you know, I remember telling him everything that I, sir, I'm sorry, I apologize. And, you know, I'll sweep your store. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And, and uh, he pretty much let me go. But I had to learn, you know, it didn't, didn't help me to steal. So you need to understand something. If those thoughts come in and they, they're doing anything to go away from the word of God, anything that will pull you from this, it's not from God. You know, you, he's not making a new Bible, okay? It, it, this is the one, so you need to, to look at that. It happens all the time in today's time. You know, stuff just goes wrong. You read in the paper, see on, on, uh, on the computer, you know, rich guy, millionaire, dies in bathtub. Why? He's find out he's been in a self-war you think he's had all this stuff together and he really hasn't he's had all this stuff going on anyway so samuel gets a word from god and he goes to jesse's house and says we're got to have a king and so they line up all of of jesse's sons up you know david's not there now anybody ever not been invited to a party everybody else that you know or that's in your family goes to a party but you're not invited that's kind of tough and i get it you know, and sometimes it just happens that way. But so David's out in the field and, and like a police lineup, Samuel's like, no, uh-uh. could you turn this way? No, that's not him. No, 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 no. You got any more? Well, there is one. So they have to get David from the field. They have to go out and get him and bring him from out back into the front. So this is point number six. God's going to take you from out back and bring you out front. He knows where you are. You might be saying, nobody even knows what I'm doing, even knows what I exist. But can I tell you, I know two people that are sitting up here in the front row, and I know one of them said, how, Dad, how, Dad, that gives you a clue because it was my daughter. How, Dad, how, Dad, will anybody find me in Marion, Ohio? Can I get a high five? There you go. 
But I'm here to tell you this morning, God knows right where you are. And he will send who he needs. And on the other hand, he's probably over in Finley going, you know what, I'm 27 years old, where's my woman? (laughs) Hey kids, you got a couple months yet, hang on. (laughs) You see, he just moved. No, you can sit close, it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Keith's armed and loaded he's right behind you (laughs) so David's protecting his father's sheep and they had to go fetch him I don't know about you but you ever been fetched when God's going to bring you from the from out back to the front he's going to fetch you he's going to go get you wherever you're at and he's going to come in and say hey somebody's going to get like oh my goodness okay and he's going to get you up front now listen to me David now everybody else is dressed for this David is not He's just been in the field. He didn't look the part on the outside as a king, but he looked the part on the inside. And that's what God sees. You might look in the mirror and say, you know what? I've been battling this thing and I don't see myself as a winner. You need to start seeing yourself as a winner because that's how he sees you. He sees you more than a conqueror. He sees himself greater in you than, than the things that you're battling. He sees yourself a winner. He doesn't see yourself dragging your tail. He sees yourself as exceeding. You know, the people on Facebook, you know, God looks at the heart. People on Facebook, there's, there's that big thing. I didn't even know there's a selfie wand. Okay, I'm, I'm behind. I'm like, what the heck's a selfie wand? You know, stick, is that what it is? It's a stick, sorry. You know, when we get to heaven, I'm going to meet Peter and them. I'm going to say, oh, come here. I'm so going to put that on Grace Book. It's a stick, I guess, okay? You put your phone on a stick and somehow you... Whatever. There's, and we all know people that are on Facebook that take like seven... Here's me brushing my teeth. Here's me shaving. I do not care. but god looks at the heart see we want to get everything right i don't like that i don't like the picture i don't like the way how about this one how about this one doesn't look good this look good Mm. god says i'm it doesn't you can look at yourself and not see it but i see it and if you get in with me it's not what you think i'm going to show you what i think and pretty soon it's going to start taking over so then when god takes you from out out back to out front you're going to walk in that room and go oh i just can't wait to be a king I'm just saying. God's going to deal and use you. He's going to get you and going to use you in spite of the struggles because he's going to set you free. And we get a vote in November for president and they won't take office until January. So I want you to think about that. David is anointed to be king, but he can't be king yet. Saul's there. Saul's still dealing with issues. David's got his own issues. And Saul's really, on the inside, he's jealous. You ever been with somebody that, to your face, they like you, but to your back, they don't. They smile at you, but then you're like, cutlery set, would you like a new one? Here you go. You think I'm making this up? I'm watching you. Saul says, yes, David, I love your playing. It's the best. But in the inside, he's jealous. 
that he doesn't really have compassion for David. God wants to take you to another level. How many believe that? Let me just say, as you're going to get to another level, let's just say it this way. There's another level. There's another devil. You know, you, it's not like the enemy's ever going to roll over and go, okay, you can have your house. You can have your territory. I'm not going to mess with you anymore. He's not going to do that. But you got to know that the greater that's he, that God inside you, you can take care of that if you yield to that. So if you want to go forward, you got to get him. If you go from a single wide to a double wide, somebody ain't going to like it. I just don't think. I don't know. I don't know what's going with all that money. I don't know how they got that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I had a guy tell me one time because I got Kim a Jag. Jag is, you know, it's just a car and it's got that little Jaguar on the front. And if you listen to the commercial, that guy goes, Jaguar. I just called it Jaguar. But anyway, Jaguar. But she loved that car. I mean, she loved that car. And I had one guy go. Minister or minister's wife shouldn't have a Jaguar because people just think, oh, poo. People are going to think no matter what. I bought it used anyway, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. I'm just saying it was just a car, but it was a car she liked. People already have their opinion. Envy is the problem. And the Bible says where there's envy and strife, there's confusion in every evil work. It's not as much as they don't like you. It's they really don't like themselves. Because they have struggles inside that they need to deal with. And you're dealing with things that you have to deal with. I tell you what they need. They just need to go to truelifemarion.com. That's what I'm saying. They need to find a church where they can say, you know what? I can at least get something that I can apply during the week. We all need God's spirit. We all deal with insecurities, fear, doubts, finances, obedience, relationships, whatever the case is. You see, sometimes it's just not based on what you know. It's on who you know. It's really on whose you are. It's not, it's not really based on your education or your lack of education. It's based on God. I mean, think about this. Jesus took 12 guys, turned the world upside down. And they were fishermen, doctor, tax collector, thief. I mean, just a... a, a uh, an array of different kind of people and see and we're going god I, I don't qualify i mean you, you you don't want me when he called me in the ministry i even told him that i said you don't want me i mean are you looking at what i'm looking at you know what he is saying no i'm not you need to listen to that Because you see, when everybody else said, David is a shepherd boy, David is nothing. He's just a small fry. He doesn't do anything. God says he's a king. Because he sees what others don't. Because he looks inside. You see, it's based on greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. It's the anointing. It's God's hand on you for such a time as this. You are called and anointed enough to drive the devil out of Saul, even though you ain't all that in a bag of chips. So whatever is tormenting you, you are anointed enough to do that. Now, you don't have a Saul, but whatever is the, the war that's going on. Can I get an amen? How about an oh my? There you go. Here's our next point. You can't go forward if you focus on your past hurts. You can't be totally successful if you've been fighting yourself and you never let God change you. If you never say, you know what, I, 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 ugh, you spend all your time looking in that small mirror instead of the big mirror, you're going to never be able to go forward to the, the, the dimension you're supposed to go. First Peter 2.9, it 
You're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You've been chosen by God. Man doesn't qualify you. God qualifies you. I'm just saying these guys, people would be like, what? How many remember even Jesus? Isn't this Joseph's son? You see, they're trying to qualify. How do you, how can you? But you see, when God is God, and he is, and he puts his hand on you, it'll change everything. It'll change everything. <clears throat> I've thought this, you know, Easter's coming. Next week, I'm going to preach a message called Alive. And I'm not talking about just Jesus being alive. Thank God we, we couldn't do anything without Jesus being alive. I'm talking about us being alive to him. I mean, and I'm just going to, we're going to rock the cage next week you need to get here but i'm telling you isn't this amazing i love this and and i didn't even share this before but this is something this is how god works brett you don't even know my mind has been like this my dad has always been like this my father my grandfather it's always been this way i can't seem to break this they never had i'm never going to have anything and blah 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 jesus said to his disciples he said you go into town you'll find a colt nobody's rode him tied there you tell them you need it for me, you bring it to me. Okay. So they go and they do it. I'm telling you, I've had horses before we came here. Have you ever tried to ride a colt that's never been ridden? What do they do? They buck. They don't like a saddle. They don't like anybody on their back. They just go nuts. Now listen, because that's their nature. But if Jesus is in need of it, the whole nature changes. Because if he sits down on what should be going, Woo! you know, if all that happens, but when he sits on it, it's just like, cool freeze. Why? Because anointing, when God, I'm, I'm just telling, somebody needs to hear this. He's got something for you, and you got to let him come in on your situation. Because what's bucking you right now is God ain't in on it. And when God's in on it, the whole thing's going to change. Don't focus on your sin. Don't focus on you. Focus on his righteousness. This is what happens, and we get it backwards. We say this, when I get right, I'll get with God. We should be saying, I got with God, so I got right. I got people that say this to me. I'm not coming to church. You're full of hypocrites. Well, are you going to quit going to Applebee's and Walmart? We go there too. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like saying I'm not going to a gym. It's full of fat people. Romans seven nineteen. For the good that I will do, I do not do. For the evil I will not to, I will not to do that I practice. See, Paul's saying, I got this war. The stuff I don't want to do, I'm doing that. I don't like that. And the stuff I want to do, I'm not doing that. And he wants to. Because we have to focus on what's important. We have to focus on what he is, not what I'm not. I'm going to say that one more time. I've got to focus on what he is, not what I'm not. Quit focusing on what I'm not and focus on what he is. Because when I focus on what I'm not, I can't do much. When I focus on what he is, there's nothing he can't do. Turn to your neighbor and say, greater is he in me. You see, you, Brett, you don't understand. All these people. I got hurt. I got stabbed in the back. Now they left me. Can I just say this? See ya. They are not qualified to go with you in this new season. 
If that is their attitude, I'm just saying, if God be for you, who can be against you? Don't spend your time bad-mouthing and stalling your progress. It's just time to move forward. You know what? I can't do anything about that. I've already apologized. I've already done what I can do. I'm moving on. Or if maybe you didn't do it and they won't do that, then you still got to move on, but you got to love them. Help me, somebody. You got to still be able to go. Finally, here's number eight. You got to get over what you're under. Gloom, despair, agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, agony on me. You got to get over what you're under. Quit letting that stuff get on top of you. You got to develop some thick skin. We want everybody to be like us. Fat kids, skinny kids, kids that climb on rocks. Tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox love PB. Oh, we love PB. Armor hot dogs. See, I was a kid born in the 60s. People don't like some stuff. I mean, it's just, you know, just it is. But if you're pleasing him, God, I want to please you. People say you're, you're too young, you're too old, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too light, you're too dark. We got white people going to tanning beds to get dark. We got dark people going facial peels to get light. Whatever. If we focus our life on other people's cares or concerns, if they're not biblically based, it's going to be hard to follow what God has for us. Proverbs 16.3, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Commit your works to the Lord. Put your hand to this and your thoughts will be established. God, what do you want me to do? I've got to put my hand to it. If you just want to sit on, on you know, your, your rear end and do nothing, then that's what you're going to get. But if you put your hand in following God, the Bible says he'll bless the work of your hands. If your hands are doing nothing, zero and zero, to my knowledge, is still zero. So you've got to commit your works to the Lord. Now, let me just say this. <clears throat> I'm not the best at dressing. When I met Kim, I wore, I think I had corduroy jeans, a button-up shirt, and some cowboy boots. And I thought it looked all right. I, it must have looked okay because I got her. So, you know, but then, you know, she, she's like, oh. So, you know, if I wear anything here and you go, oh, that looks okay, just know I didn't pick it out. I didn't. You know, but if, if she said, I don't like that on you, I don't like that on you, then now listen, and if I said, you know what, I'm going to wear this anyway, it would affect, if I let it, how I am up here. Are you with me? Because it would bother me on how she, you know, oh man, what did I, mm, she doesn't like, I, I just, I'm not, it, it hit my confidence level because who do I want? I want to, I want to make God happy and I want to make her happy. God first. But, I want, but so her opinion matters to me. Does that make sense? Okay, now if she says to me, like, well, let's just say I come in and, and, uh, and Scott and Gibby and, and uh, Cameron and Tristan back there saying, you know what, PB, I, that's, pretty, that's a pretty lame, I can hear your shirt before you ever got here. I don't like that. Maybe I wore, but Kim said, hey, Brett, that shirt, mm-mm, mm-mm, man, you look good in that shirt. You know what? I would not care what those guys said a hoot. Because I'd be up here and I'd say, listen, I hope you enjoy your time here and the restrooms are back that way. And uh, if you look over here, we're going to get to the Word. And, you know, I would be posing. Why? Because she liked it. Can I say, we need to get our mind off of people but get our mind on Him. 
and say, God, if you are telling me, and if, if I am pleasing you, that's what I want. I'm going to go with what I do to please you. I'm going to f- quit fighting. We're on the same team. Mark 12, 31, and the second like it is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. This is Jesus talking. If you can't love your neighbor, you don't love yourself. Now, listen. You've got to love yourself. Brett, you don't know what I've done. I don't have to know what you've done. But I do know if you give that to God, you can be new. Either the blood works or it doesn't. That's pretty plain. Because you know what happens is the enemy is doing this. All the things that you've done, every time you've tried to step out with what I'm telling you right now, you already, some of you are fighting right now. The enemy's in there going, you're no good, you're no good, you're no good. Baby, you're no good. I want to tell you again, you're no good, you know. Is that not true? You're going to have to tell him, you shut up, you shut up. <laughs> my dad, when I decided to be a pastor, he wasn't really behind my decision because he wasn't, he didn't know what happened. He didn't know how God had called me. He didn't know. He just knew that, oh man, you need to do this. And I don't know. This is just another one of your things. But my dad now is in my corner ringside. I get a call every Sunday. I get my preaching call. Son, go get him today. You know why? Because you can't argue with fruit. You need to understand, if God has put something in you, he's going to see it through. See, the voices, Brett, are talking louder than ever. You're going to fail. I told you this would happen. You're such a loser. You're never going to make it. Nothing will ever change. Let me tell you, God will stretch you. You've got to allow God to speak to you. Remember, if those thoughts steal, kill, or destroy, you already know where they're coming from. Just put them aside. I'm not thinking about that. Give them to the Lord. You, you go talk to Jesus about that. This is what I'm going to focus on. Because, listen, a mind stretch for God never goes back to its original size. A mind stretch for God never goes back to its original size. You can't base what you're believing on earthly people. You've got to base it on your heavenly father. He meets all of your needs according to his riches and glory. You see, David didn't get invited to the party. Think about the battles going on in him. I wasn't, they didn't even care to bring me in. And now they bring me in. So how do we finish what God started? How does he finish that? I'm going to give you a couple quick things and we're done. Number one, you've got to switch teams. I mean, this is going to be as plain as I can be. People say, well, there's all kinds of ways to follow God. All roads lead to the same path. No, they don't. They do not. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Let's, when we leave here, everybody take a different route. Let's see if we end up in the same place. They do not. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is not a way. He said, I am the way. There is only one way, and it's Jesus Christ, period. If you think you can do it any other way, I'm sorry, you are mistaken. Brett, that's hard. It's in here. And I want to say that I'm not trying to be hard. I'm just trying to say I want to see you with me in heaven. Number two, you've got to make God number one. Sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? Here's our number two point, make God number one. But, you know, you can't, sports can't be number one. People can't be number one. Spouse can't be number one. Children can't be number one. Your car can't be number one. Nothing of your possession can be number one. God doesn't share number one with anyone. 
It is God and God alone. Make him number one. I have people that go, you know what? I just love sports. I get it. I like sports. I had one guy tell me he had tickets to the Blue Jackets. $65 a seat. $65 a seat. And they're going, and he said, we won, you know, so that's good, we won. And I'm thinking, you paid $65 to sit there, not counting if you took anybody with you. You paid $35 for hot dog, peanuts, and a pop. And $10 to park your car, and you won. Glory. I could sit at home and watch it on TV and be like $100 richer. Put God number one. Nothing takes his place. You want to stop the war? You want to quit fighting? It's time we make the choice. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes?